someone knows. Welcome to another installment of the Cool Kids Table. Find all the episodes of the Cool Kids Table Podcast.com, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, the Cool Kids Table Podcast, Twitter, the Cool Kids Pod. You know how it goes. Fucking like it, share it, whatever works for you, you know. Anything. All the support helps, it adds up. It's all really appreciated. I love you guys. Um, my guest today is one of my dear friends, Andrew Acevedo. He is um, one of the coolest fucking people I know, man. This guy's just genuine. He's loved by everybody. I have, I don't know one person that has anything to say bad about this guy in particular. You know, like people shouldn't say shit about other people, anyways. That's besides the point. But I just mean, Andrew's like fucking cool, man. Like he's a good ass dude. He's there for everybody whenever anybody needs him. Um, just what you want as a friend, man. And I'm lucky to have him as a friend here. He is. So let's just get it going. Cool. Can you hear me all right? I got you. Oh, beautiful. All right, Andrew, thank you for joining me again. For those of you listening, Andrew was, I think, the first person on during the Zoom fucking podcast. <laughs> and then I was I have two laptops. The other one has higher capacity, higher like RAM, higher whatever the fuck. And so I went with that one thinking, okay, I don't know how much memory think, the Zoom recording will take. <laughs> and shit, dude, we did like three hours. Something like two or three hours. We did like two hours. And then, your brother, yeah, then your brother and Izzy came in. And then I come to the conclusion that for some reason on that laptop, Zoom will not download like the cloud <laughs> or whatever it is onto there. So it was a great conversation, but you're a great dude, like I mentioned right at the start of the show. And the great thing was like, you're like, don't worry, brother. That just means we get to do another one. And I was like, fuck that. Exactly. Like, thank you. Thank you. you, know, because and, you and you know what the bonus is? Oh, yeah. Say this, it. Ti- this time you can have a beer because it's no longer dry April. Yeah. Nice. You got the the tall can mango cart. I got the regular size mango cart. I like it. Cheers. Salute, buddy. Salute. Oh man, well, it's good to be back, and uh, you know, I'm sure this one will be recorded. Yeah, this is, <laughs> there's some issues with Zoom, but they've kind of been resolved for the most part. We try to do uh, YouTube live, and that shit's crazy because it's like there's so many components that now I like. The, the podcast I do it live, I have so much respect for them because mm-hmm. there's so many things that could go wrong and then you just oh, putting yeah. yourself at risk. It's almost like live television, even though there's like a 10 second delay. Like by the time something fucks up, it's already too late. Like, so I was just like, you know what? Fuck all this. I'm trying to do too much, <laughs> like one step at a time. I'm just glad to be doing episodes again. Yeah. Thank you for joining me, buddy. Of course, of course. Um, well, heck, I want to know from you, you know, with the whole 2020 vision and all this goes, how's, how's that going for you? Uh, I want to hear some updates and kind of what was the motivation behind that? I know I'm not supposed to be interviewing you, but okay, that's how I'm going to start this off. Okay. Well, actually, I'm glad you said it on this episode and not the episode where, um, where you were on initially, because uh-huh. I was kind of near the beginning of, uh, of uh, sober um, April, and it was also like the beginning-ish of quarantine, even though I thought it was like already like a long time in. It's yeah. been a month and I'm still like in the same situation. But um, I did an episode after the one with you that also didn't get recorded. Another issue we ran into, the whole 40-minute <laughs> thing that might arise in this one. 
But um, Ernie was kind of roasting me, and I'm I'm great with being roasted, right? If you could dish it out, you got to take it. You gotta Dude, it. Yeah. You're doing all the easy bitch ass challenges, like you're not fucking doing, you're not running, you're not. And I was like, damn, you know, like to hear it from him, you know, because I mean, he was talking shit, but he wasn't being like disrespectful or mean or anything like that. He was just telling me, dude, come on. And I was like, trying to keep you honest. Yeah. Like, I was like, all right, all right. That's, you know, that, that's true. That's true. So since then I've up, I think I'm in the forties or in the fifties. I'm still behind, but mm-hmm. I've been doing like three, five miles. So I'm catching up water. I drink over a hundred ounces a day. Damn. I meditate at least 10 minutes a day. I did no soda for the year. I, no soda so far. You know, it hasn't even been hard or nothing like that. Quick question, I, not to cut you off, but what do you use to meditate? How do you meditate? It, it was really hard at the beginning because I didn't know how, right? I read mm-hmm. on how to do it through fucking like forums and uh, what's mm. it called? Like, you know, how to meditate, put in background music, whatever. And at the beginning, it was just kind of like almost like 10 minutes without doing nothing, if that makes sense. Because I would just sit there in silence and it'd be like, Okay, don't think of nothing. Don't think of nothing. Don't think of nothing. Just kind of like focus on your breathing and focus yeah. just like in the moment, right? And then next thing you know, it's like 10 minutes passed up. So I'm like, does that count as meditation? I, I don't really know. I, I mean, the challenge wasn't you have to fucking find Zen, you know? It was just kind of like, <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'll, that'll pass. And then there were certain times, Andrew, I'm not lying, where like 30, 40 minutes passed by and it felt like five minutes where I'd be like, that's legit. Okay. Yeah. So it was a trip, like in certain days, right? Like certain days mm-hmm. today. Uh, I have the house to myself right now. It was beautiful around maybe five. I just fucking chilled out by myself and just kind of escaped reality for like nice. 20, 25 minutes. And it's, and it's comforting because even though I don't like, I'm sure it's people listening that meditate for real. Be like, what the fuck do that? I just kind of like let it go. Let, don't have any thoughts. Just focus on your breathing. Just kind of relax and, yeah. Do, and do control you can is the main thing right now. You know, there's so many things out of our control, so many things out of my control. Where I'm just trying to be like, what can I focus on? And then I just kind of like let things go. Like, okay, that's not an issue. Thing. And it's weird because you try not to think about it. And you you want to let it go, but you're still thinking about it. Like, okay, why am I not sleeping? Why is that in the back of my hand, the back of my mind, even though I'm trying to do this <laughs> the right way. And so yeah, and the reason I ask is because like I meditation is something I've been wanting to wanting to get into, and like I did um, Headspace for a while. What is that? It's an app. It's called Headspace. Uh, so it's there's like a free version, and then there's like a subscription version. But when uh, this was I don't know months ago, maybe a year ago, like I would drive. I was living in San Jose. I was commuting up to San Francisco for work. So I'll drive and then when I get to the parking lot in the morning, I'll throw on the Headspace app and it's, there's different sessions, like three minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes. And it's, you know, mindful meditations. You just sit there with your eyes, kind of like not focusing on anything, focusing on your breathing, kind of what, what your body is touching and just kind of being, you know, in that moment. Um, and I was good. Like I'd feel myself kind of just relaxed and a little more like calm at ease. Uh, but yeah, I got away from it and something, yeah, I want to, I want to mix in as far as the daily routine. So that's why I just thought I'd ask you like how you, you, you mix it in. I, I mean, I try to, it's not like I'm having a stress last day and I go, now's the time for meditation. I, I kind of know like, like this, right? I was like, okay, mm. we're going to do eight o'clock. So I should cook dinner at seven. Mm. I should, you know, get everything, you kind of get everything ready leading up to it. So I already go into it, like a peace of mind. Like, okay, this is my, 
this is like a cold beer after a day of work, you know, like this is my relaxing point. Like enjoy this, like yeah. make sure you come out of this. And I don't look, I read this actually very early on in the year. Like don't, it's not like you're, you know, when you go to the gym and you, you work out, you, you're trying to see results. You're trying to see your arms bulk up. You're trying to see mm-hmm. the stomach line. Like don't well, look for anything. That immediate yeah. satisfaction. Don't look for anything. Just go into it. Like he's there. The meditation itself is the reward. Yeah. And I read something last week that just threw me off. It was kind of like, you'll, you'll realize that like, it's not about the meditation. It's about the, the content of the meditation of it. Like I did an episode previously. Yeah. So I was just kind of like, I don't get that. Like, I wish I was woke in the meditation <laughs> world because that's too advanced for me. Cause I was like, I, I, I wish I could say like, Hey, I understand that. And I get that, but I don't. So I'm like, maybe that comes with time. Yeah. People something- tell me. No, go ahead. People have just told me that like I'm too early on to kind of see any change. Like it takes years, you know. Yeah. Like I four months, only one day I didn't do it. That was in March, and I feel like not like it's a burden or like oh I don't. Do I mean, you have ten minutes, right? So I just kind of like yeah. But it's just a, it one day at a time. Yeah, it's a part of making it. You know, it's not just for 2020. Like yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, for this year, and that's that's what I've kind of it's clicked for me a little bit. You know, it's the things, my goals or my dreams, it's, it's going to, it's a lifetime, you know, to work on it, whether that's eating right, whether it's exercising, whether it's anything, it's like, you know, I can, I can go, I could be good for a while and do my thing. And then, Hey, maybe I fall off. And then, you know, like Ernie called, called you out and like, Hey, you got to be better. You got to keep on it. You know, it's just the, the important part is just going back to it, you know? And like, if you, if you trail off, just getting back to it, whatever is working for you and just understanding to your point it's not about seeing immediate results it's it's gonna come over your lifetime and you know all of those changes that you will see will it'll happen eventually but um yeah one thing that i had read or i'd heard a while back was that i i really liked was it, it was treat your day as a meditation so like for me you know i was working i was working before i got furloughed i was working and I was stressing about like what time I had to get to the office. Like how will I look if I get there like at nine, but everybody else has been there for like 30 minutes already. So then like, I felt my mornings just being, uh, making me anxious and making me like, all right, I got to I got to wake up by this time. I got to get ready. I got to get the door. Boom, boom, boom. Get to work. 8.30. But you know, I, I just wasn't, I wasn't happy. Like I wasn't starting my day off in a, in a way that I felt comfortable. So what I ended up doing was just, you know, I'd wake up, I wake up a little bit earlier. So like, I don't know, six 30 or seven and I go out for a run or a walk. And like, that's how I started my day. Cause I felt like anytime I did that, by the time I got to work, my brain was already a little more active, a little more ready that like, I can just hop into my emails and bust stuff out. Um, but it was more so like, all right, get my, my running, my run in the morning, maybe do a little bit of writing, iron my clothes, have breakfast, coffee. And like, it was more of a morning, like to myself, you know, it wasn't like I woke up and work is already consuming my day. It was, I wake up and this is how, you know, I'm going to get my, get myself going and enjoy it. And then I'll get to work and then work became more productive and it was kind of easier to get through that day. Um, you know, and I also mixed in, I blocked out time on my calendar at, you know, for my work email like, Hey, middle of the day, 12 to one, I'm taking an hour to myself to go walk outside. You know, I'll go for like a 45 minute walk around the city, come back to the office, 
quick 15 minutes for my lunch and then bust out the rest of the day. So it's like, yeah, it just, you know, I, I took more enjoyment out of my days when I was treating it as what I wanted to rather than feeling like work was controlling me, if that makes sense. And to add to that, like in, in my experience, um, small changes equal big results over time. You know, um, I had a similar experience, you know, I was not late ever cause we had like a grace period mm-hmm. and I was just always kind of called out on one meeting, like, Hey, you know what? Like this is a grace period, but these are the people that are showing up. Like say the, the punch in was a nine, nine, 9 a.m. Like you mentioned and we had like from eight fifty five to nine Oh five. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's nine o'clock for you. And Mine was always like 904, 903. And they're like, any reason why you're always after? I was like, I chill in my car for like 30 minutes. <laughs> like, I'm just listening to music, waiting for um, work to start. So yeah. I start my routine, like, okay, it's, let's say it's nine. All right, let me go get ready. So by the time I punch in, it's 903, 904. And I was like, dude, I, if that's all it takes to show a difference, I started even before that. I would, I would, um, get there like at 8.55, nine-ish, and then, you know, do the whole punching time. But then I was like, let me leave 30 minutes earlier so I don't need to be, I, I won't speed for work. And I'm like, I'm not going to go spend more on the ticket than I will make in a day. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not going to speed, but I, I don't want to be, I don't want to feel rushed if there's traffic, then I'm late. So I was just like, you know what? I changed my mindset a little bit, just say, you know what? I'm going to be there 30 minutes early. I can go to Starbucks, grab a nice coffee from 7-Eleven. I could just... 20 minutes into it. Yeah. And so that paid dividends. And then when they called me out in that meeting, like, hey, man, like, you know, you're one of the people in charge. You got to show initiative. Everybody knows that I come in, I clock in, and it's like, go. You know, it's not like I fuck mm-hmm. around or anything. It's go time. But okay, like, you know, I can, I've always been the type to like, you lead by example. Yeah. So, you know what? I'm going to start showing up, punching in at 855, like, always as early as I can be and just get to it. Mm-hmm. even though it's like pretty much even five minutes, whatever, it doesn't really matter. I just want to show that leadership quality or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that immediately, immediately in a month, everybody was like, whoa, like you really turn it on. I'm like, I'm doing the exact same thing I was always doing. But just, just starting little, a little earlier. Nine minutes, change everybody's perception as like, okay, I, I, he is a leader. Okay, okay, he does deserve to be in charge. Like where it was the same exact attitude. It's crazy. It's just the perception of being late or being early every day. And I was like, I would come in and be like, anybody wants a Starbucks? Anybody want this? I'm going to go to Jack in the Bar, get some you know, uh, McDonald's, or McMuffin, whatever, you know, it was just kind of mm-hmm. like, even though it was the exact same thing, I would grab some food, eat in my car, and then go start my routine at nine. And so just seeing that, and that was like in the last, let's say 18 months ago, like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. So that kind of parlayed into a lot of things in my life, as far as, you know, being early, being uh, committed that kind of yeah. thing and so i had a great talk with the pastor which you know mm. a friend of mine connected me to this guy just because he was like i should get him on you know talk religion whatever and he wasn't down which i respect he just said i i am not going to argue with somebody that doesn't believe in God. I was like, i'm not trying to argue i just want to hear a conversation mm-hmm. the way they explained it to him was kind of more like i was gonna be confrontational kind of like God. i believe against it. i don't i'm not trying to change his mind I don't want to change the listeners' mind. If they believe, they don't. That's not on me. That's everybody has their own. You just want the conversation. Yeah. And I didn't even ask for it. Somebody that listens to the show reached out and tried to set it up. Whatever. I appreciate their effort. But 
point being, me and this guy had an off the record conversation. Like, hey, like, okay, so why do you want to push your beliefs on all that? That's not what I'm trying to do at all. Maybe you got the wrong message from this, but that's not what I do. I just try to have conversations with different people. I think this person tried to set this up in order to have a little debate type of thing, but that's not what I do. Mm-hmm. And so, so tell me more about what you do. So I t- explained the show. He explained his views. I was like, okay, I respect that. I used to, he was a, a Christian. I was like, I used yeah. to be Catholic. So we just had a great conversation about beliefs, yes and no, you know, nothing like concrete, just like my thought process, his thought, his thought process, but nothing like a debate. And he left something that fucking, to this day, I think about every morning. What is it? And then when we were leaving, right, I was like, hey, man, it was a pleasure to talk to you. If you ever change your mind, we could do the exact same thing, but with microphones, you know. People will hear it. You're not changing my mind. I'm not changing yours. You're not trying to change their mind. I'm not trying to change their mind. We just mm-hmm. have a conversation like we just did now. So like we said, we're saying our goodbyes. Right? I was like, hey, you know what? I shake his hand. I'm like, have a good... This was before Corona. This was a year and a half ago. So I shake his hand. Yeah. So I shake his hand. I'm like, hey, you know, have a great rest of your day. He goes, no, this is going to change your life. And I was like, you know, in my head, I'm still that piece of shit guy that I'm like, oh, here he goes with some like little religious mm-hmm. quote to try. Like this whole time we were not doing that. And this yeah. is how you're going to say goodbye. And I was like, like, like looking into him and he goes, make yourself a great day. Goes, Those words will change your life. And sincerely, I t- when I'm having a bad day, I tell myself, Hector, like the day's not over. Make yeah. yourself a great day. Like the rest of the day is not lost college. Make yourself a great day. And sincerely, it has nothing to do with religion, nothing to do with his no. beliefs or my beliefs, but the way he just, like, after all that was really powerful to me because I've woken up days and I'm driving to work and I get a flat at fucking 8 a.m. Like, mm. what a way to start the day. And before in my life, that used to compound into a bad day. Like, now you know yeah. you're going to get to work. Like that drag on. Yeah. I call in work like, oh, you're, you know, you're the one opening, you know, like, and you already go in and everybody's upset because they're fucking getting killed or whatever and then you got to come in and you're trying to make an excuse like it's not your fault but you know it just compounds and then everything just kind of like a fucking a boulder it just keeps getting bigger and bigger so that completely i was like you know what i got a flat let me fix it Mm -hmm. let's go on with our life yeah so then i'd get to work and i was like oh what happened flat tire man i've been served okay cool and just kind of boom what what if i know myself because it's happened to me before what used to be a terrible day because they just you know people they started like oh here we go again i'm just like nope not today like yeah. that like cool not today saying i'm like no 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 this is this is not going to be the beginning of anything i'm stopping this here it's a flat tire i'm gonna change it i'm gonna get on the freeway and i'm gonna go on with my life like i'm gonna leave this here this energy or whatever it is exactly so, and that's and that's the thing it's like you know you know what's happening to you in a certain moment only you have your perspective and you know, like if something happens at work and shit goes wrong, if you can honestly say like, Hey, I did everything in my power to like make this right. Or, you know, not let this happen, but you know, shit happens. Then that's when, you know, it's, it's easy to let perceptions flood your mind. Like other people's perceptions affect you and their, their thoughts and their views or what you think they'll think. Like I've freaking battled that my whole life. Like I've always worried about what, somebody thinks of me or what people, but you know, I, I've gotten better of like, no, like if I get in at 9am, I stay like five, five thirty. If I can honestly say like, I had a good day's work. I was productive. I knocked this stuff on my to-do list. Like I'm happy with my day. Yeah. My core, like my coworkers may be staying another 30 minutes, another hour, but 
if I don't need to, then I'm not going to sit here just because it looks good to them. It, you know, it's about taking pride in your work and using your time efficiently. And, and again, honestly saying that you, what, what you're doing is, is top notch. And I think that goes a long way, especially when the results match up, you know, because I've always been prideful in my work. I, I'm every time you're the hardest working person I know. And I mean, like I take that as a, not as a compliment, but like a, that's not good enough. Like that's what's expected. You know, that's like, I, I learned that from my parents. I learned that from like, I had, I just had Savage on last week, you know, two weeks ago. I, I've had great mentors where the expectation is so high. Like that's what's expected. That's not above and beyond. That's just what you're supposed to do. And when I don't do it for the praise, I don't do it for any of that. But just when you know, like, like you said, they could come in early, they could stay late, but I'm getting my work done in less time. That's good on me. Not bad on them, but just good on me. Like you should be, that's why when like certain things in different careers or in different parts of my work career where I've done the same thing, you know, like I, there's no point in me being 10 hours. If I need to be here 10 hours, I'll be here 10 hours. You will. But if it's like, I could knock this out in six or seven, I'm going to knock this out in six or seven. People would take hour or two hour lunches while I was working in downtown. I was like, for what? <laughs> I'd rather be at home. <laughs> you know, like I, the days I would come in and take an hour or two lunch or hour or two hour lunch was when there'd be heavy traffic. If I was like, say, a nine to seven, I knew from seven, I'd be home by nine. You know, so I'd just be like, you know what? I'll take from one to three and I'll just work from three to nine. Yeah. And by the time I get off, so it was always calculated. And so it was never about like, let me see what you can do versus what I can do. It's just like, what can I do to make things run smoother for myself? And then, I, I don't know. I always end up being like a supervisor, manager, and shit like that. Granted, my jobs aren't like fucking glamorous, but I'm just like... But it people, shows that you have that ability to like manage yourself and manage other people. It, and and I kind of take it for granted at times because I feel like it's not like I do anything crazy, Drew. It's just like the basic, hey... They've been here longer. They should go on lunch first, <laughs> you know, because there's always a seniority. Like common sense. Yeah. Whereas in any place you go, it's just already kind of established. Like, okay, you come in at nine, you take your break at 11, you take your lunch at one. And whereas some of these places have been like, okay, I came in at nine. That guy came in at seven, but I'm hungry. So I'm going on lunch now. Like, yeah. So that guy's been here for fucking five hours and he's still going to wait till you, you know, it was just kind of like, Hey, look, this is how we're going to do things because this is going to work out better for everybody. It might not work out for you today, but in the long run, when you're that person coming in at seven, you're going to be happy that it's set up this way. Mm -hmm. And over time, like there's these things that it's like, I tell you, like the most basic mundane shit is where you see, like, I'm not a leader, but you see that some people lack leadership roles or skills mm -hmm. that are just like, like common sense to, I guess, not so common, but that somebody that could just be like, this is how the things should be run. And other people like, oh, Hawk, you've been a supervisor before. And like, yes and no, but I mean, this is just how things are, get done. Yeah. And it always puts me in an advantageous position because I'm not afraid to speak my mind. If I see something I don't like, I don't care if I'm you. I'll tell people like, oh, this is not going to work. So we got to do things differently. And like, oh, this is how we always do it. And I'm a big hater of that. Like, Oh, that's this is how we've always done it. I'm like, no, well, we've been doing it wrong. This is going to be more yeah. efficient. We're going to save time. We're going to save fucking labor. And I'm out here bust my ass. And I'm going to get paid saying regardless. So let's make it easier on ourselves. And that's people kind of, people this, trip this out. speaking your mind. 
Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I'm not trying to step on toes, but it, no, I'm, I'm never been it's scared. Coming, to like, it's coming from a good, yeah, place, yeah. and it's coming with good intentions. So it's it's been it's been weird, but yeah. also re- rewarding, you know, when like you get fucking crazy, like so, thank you, like I don't know, man, like what the fuck? Yeah, I always just be like doing what I'm doing. I I always whenever they give me a, a what is it called like a praise or like hey man you're killing it, like cool, let that reflect on my paycheck. You know, that's, that's where it really, that for me, that's where it really counts because you could be, oh man, I could hear a thousand days that I'm a great worker. Show me that you feel that way. Yeah. Like if you, if I'm that fucking important to you, let that reflect so that I feel appreciated. And most of the time it's worked out because at the same time, I learned this from Izzy, shout out to Izzy. Like, dude, you got to fight for every dollar because they, if they could pay you less, they would. That's mm-hmm. why it's a minimum wage. There's a fucking law so that they can't pay you less. Yeah. So I've always fought for it. And luckily, you know, I, um, for the most part, I've worked with well thought out people that are like, okay, you know, you are a big commodity. So I'd rather than lose you or have you look for somewhere else, I'd rather pay you this little extra. And I'm like, appreciate it. But at the same time, you always got to be looking because you got to go where the grass is greener. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I, I envy your ability to speak your mind. And I mean, thinking back to myself, like, shit i've always been i guess you know earlier in my my years i was very much an introvert and i would just kind of be quiet and be the person just hanging out in the back and like i'm there but you know i don't really really talk much um but like since going through grad school and through even undergrad and you know all my jobs like i'm still learning how to really have my voice be heard like i'm gaining confidence with each you know experience and Finally, this last, my most recent job, I, I finally had a, that feeling of like, all right, my ideas are being heard and they're also being like implemented, implemented, but accepted. So that's where I'm saying like you, you having that, not, not needing that appraisal. That's, I guess that's something I've always battled with. Like when I first started this most recent job, you know, I would be working, I had limited supervision. They trusted me, you know, I was working kind of autonomously, but I also like needed to know that what I'm doing is helping the team. Cause like I was just operating each day to what I thought was, was good. And to like my standards, but I always want to know that it's, you know, up to, up to par with what I should be doing. So I've, I've always had more of that issue of like, just needing to hear, not, not necessarily like you're doing a good job, but like, Hey, what you're doing, it's like, all right, we're, 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 we're moving, we're on track. So you know, I, that's something I've battled with, but again, I, I feel like more recently I've finally had that confidence boost and, you know, feel better. A, a quick anecdote and uh, and then a follow-up question. It's crazy because at my last job, they called me good job because I was giving appraisal to everybody. Like, no matter what they did, if they fucked up, it almost became, like, ironic because, like, hey, good job. <laughs> because I was always giving so much fucking, because I'm like, everybody here, there's so much tension because there wasn't a lot of money to be made, but there was a lot of like, everybody was fighting to be the top dog and me not wanting it became the top dog. And I was like, dude, I don't want it. Like, let them fight for it. It's cool. Yeah. So then it became kind of like, oh, what is he trying to prove? Why is he trying to show us up? And it was just like, no, nah, man, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're doing a great job. Like, hey, fucking fucking, we're going to have employees of the month. I'm like, hey, these three people should These be, guys. <laughs> these guys, they're killing it. They're doing great. And I meant it sincerely, right? Like, dude, yeah. oh, we're thinking about giving it to you. I'm like, no, 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 man. I'm just, what I do is not 
happening unless it was with this great team I have. So make sure yeah. that they get, the, you know, and just kind of like, and you, do, you deflect it and yeah. you place it on, you place it on the team. And to me, it was, I don't give a fuck about employees. What the fuck does that mean? Does it come with the bonus? <laughs> does it come with a fucking $50 gift card? Am I getting yeah. free Starbucks? From, you know, words can only go so much, you know, you actions uh, speak louder than words, mm-hmm. but not just for that reason, but I would tell them, you know, like, it was funny because I'd be like, good job. They're like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, no, I mean it sincerely. Like, you did a great job today. I'm really glad you're part of the team. You know, we couldn't have done this without. And then you just saw everybody's attitude change. Slowly over time, it was like, they started telling each other good job. And I was like, oh, do you guys make fun of me? Like, no, no, they're, they're really working hard. And, Recognizing you know, each other. And I'm like, that's all it takes, dude. We're not here to compete with each other. Like, I clock out. I don't give a fuck. I've said it countless times. I clock out and I'm going home. Enjoy my daughter. Fucking enjoy the drive home. Like, I'm, I'm cool. But uh, the question I wanted to make you was, how was that transition? Because with me, you've always been very open. Me and you've had a great friendship, long friendship. Uh, me and you used to go hiking. Remember back in the day of Santa Anita? And yes. me and you have always had a very, we talk about everything and anything. So I know many introverts. Most of my family is introvert. Mm-hmm. So I have a great kind of like, okay, people open up no matter who they are. It just takes time. But how did that go about for you? Because I've seen it, dude, and it's beautiful. I mean, not everybody has to go from introvert to extrovert. Some people will stay introverts their whole life. But I've yeah. seen you from afar, I guess, because I haven't really been around. You know, you you haven't been around. I haven't been around to be able to be like, okay, well, this happened. And then, but just kind of hearing you say that your success has kind of opened the doors. How did that go about for you? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's funny because I still consider myself an introvert in some ways. Like, I still like having my own space and kind of having my quiet time at sometimes or when I'm in a new crowd, I still like kind of be quiet, but um, yeah, it, it happened through like undergrad. I, went, I met one of my best friends, um, his name is Michael. And he was just the complete opposite of me. Like he legit got kicked out of San Jose state and he was just partying and all this and all that. So by the time I came across him, he was a little more toned down, but he was always had that mentality of like, I don't give a fuck. Like I'm me, I'm going to be me. I don't care what you think of me. That's beautiful. Yeah. And it's, like, for me, I'm like, man, he seems kind of like an asshole, but I love it. <laughs> um, but he's, like, also, like, a genuine person because he cares about his friends, his family, and that's this type of stuff. So, you know, that's where it started. And then into, like, grad school, when I started grad school, it was all about, like, the, you have to make connections in order to really, you know, get anywhere. And it's all about who you know type of thing. So you have to put yourself out there. Like, they for they are first class, they force us to do what they call informational interviews. And it's you reach out to people at companies in positions that you are interested in or would like to be in. And it's like, hey, can I get 10, 15 minutes of your time? I just want to ask you some questions. Like, what do you do on the daily? Um, so that forced me to kind of be a little more proactive, a little put myself out there a little more. And yeah, I just, you know, I, I realized over time that, you know, some some introverts, I mean, there's definitely introverts that succeed, but like for me, me being an introvert wasn't allowing me to give out my ideas or give out like my personality. And, you know, that I, I was holding myself back because I wasn't like confident in myself, I guess. Um, so as I started to really like, as I moved up here to San Francisco, I started to meet people, like just try things, do things. And, you know, even now, like, I'm writing more and it's just my thoughts and I, you know, it, it's for me and I'm trying to just un, like learn who I am, be comfortable and love who I am, I guess. Um, and it's also, you know, one thing is I started doing is just really reflecting 
because um, I've always been one to just kind of be in the moment or look ahead or and that kind of caused me to be like and I want to be there why am I not there you know I'm, I'm here I want to be there like grass is green type of thing um, but you know I look back and I'm like shit I did undergrad I did a master's degree I moved away I live in the bay I've worked for you know Fox Sports and the Giants and, and none of this is to brag but it's like for me it's like damn I'm I'm just a kid like from Elmani like my parents only did high school all my brothers you know loved them they all did college so like we all succeeded in that traditional sense but for me it was like home was a was very much a safety net and that's what I always called it because even undergrad or like out of high school I followed Alex I followed my brother kind of everywhere like he did Pasadena Center College I did Pasadena Center College he transferred to Cal State Northridge I had two options it was Cal State Northridge or Cal State Monterey Bay I did terrible in community college I had like a 2.5 GPA I just didn't want to be there so my, my options were limited instead of going to Monterey Bay where it was like gonna be me on my own I'm like no my brother's at Northridge I'm gonna have family I'm gonna be like an hour away from home it's gonna be safe it's a safe decision something with that I mean lucky enough like it worked out I've met a lot of my friends and met a lot of mentors and kind of got to the path where I'm at now because of that decision but when it came to like moving to San Francisco I was like like shit like it's you know moving away from home moving away from everything I know I know one I know one person in the bay and again I was just putting myself out there and forcing myself to grow in that way um which has since you know paid off I've met a lot of people I've had some some cool jobs and you know th those doors have opened for me and now I now I'm trying to make the doors open on my own rather than like just have it happen. Well, that's beautiful, man. I, it really has been tremendous to see. Uh, I, I've seen you grow up, you know, low key. You, I think you were you were a freshman my senior year, and yet we always kind of clicked even then. And then as we got older, you know, we became I guess closer. Yeah. The whole times that we would drink, go hiking, all that. It's, it's been it's been great having you as a friend. But uh, you know, there's a lot of introverts. I will say introverts. Nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. But the thing about you is I've always kind of seen that in you, you know, like I've always kind of like you've been that guy because everybody loves you, dude. You you are one of those people where we're drinking, having a good time. And it's like you wouldn't realize like somebody walked into that room. They, they would never in a million years would realize you're an introvert because you are <laughs> so out there. You know, you put yourself out there. And so I've seen it in circumstances, you know. Yeah. Where you that's, that's where people I meet to this day, like, you know, since high school, like people, a lot of people have met are like, wait, really? Like you used to be the clown. Like my girlfriend doesn't believe me. Um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. I, I, it comes with confidence, I guess. And just accepting or loving who you are. Yeah. Well, glad you love yourself. <laughs> Still working but, on it. Uh, it's, 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 it's a daily struggle, dude. I, we all have um, bouts, you know, within ourselves. Mm -hmm. Confidence comes and goes, dude. There's, Last week, I was feeling kind of like, I even think about it now. I shouldn't have done this episode with George. I was kind of down on my luck, down on my attitude. Mm -hmm. I, like, I haven't heard it. I don't listen to this. But I was just kind of like, I hope it didn't come out kind of like, oh, man, feel pity party. You know, because that's not what I wanted it to be. But that's how I felt going into it. So maybe that came out through the episode. But it was just kind of like, no, nah, dude, the next day I woke up, I was like, you know what? Don't forget who you are. Don't forget who you are. Don't forget what got you here. Like, keep doing what you're doing. You're on the right track. This is just a hiccup. And then this week, I'm just kind of like, okay, like it's go time, you know. We we had planned for six weeks. This is week seven. It's time to turn the engines on. You know, something has to happen this weekend. I'm going to start doing something. I don't know what. 
but it's like I don't have time to feel sorry for myself and to throw myself a pity party. You know, I got a little one depending on me, so I'm like, this is not part of the plan. But that's the great thing about planning. That's why I like journaling. Like what you, you adjust. You adjust. You see where you're going wrong. Okay, so now you make a new plan. Now you mm-hmm. the, the, what worked before, what didn't. You throw new ideas. So I'm like, this is if life were easy, man. I don't know how to enjoy it because <laughs> this is part of this. It's a beautiful struggle, man. And one of my mentors just told me recently, like, dude, when you write your biography, it's going to be a bestseller because every time things start to go up, the fucking, the podcast is taking off and here comes the fucking Corona yeah. and you fucking find a way to get through it. I'm like, it's not me. I'm sorry as a show. It's not me. It's people like yourself that are on. But just in the general sense of like, things are finally clicking. Here comes Corona. The curveball. No, the curveball all the time. You know, you're playing soccer and they throw you a curveball. It's like, you're not even in the same field. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just kind of like, I'm grateful because I know that uh, every situation I've been in, everything that's come across up until now has prepared me for this. So I'm like, mm-hmm. this is just another hiccup. I'll be cool. I, I know in two months I'll be like, dude, can't believe I stressed for a few weeks over this. You know, it's, yeah. It'll be and, over you know, and long gone. And it's, I can, like, I can tell that, you know, obviously, like, you've done – you know, a lot of shit since like high school. Like I've seen you as you've watched me, like I've watched you with the, the different businesses or the different ideas that you've started and kind of made a reality. It's like everything you've done has come with obstacles or setbacks or whatever you have you, but it's like to constantly continue to adapt and move forward. Like that's the quality. That's the trait that like is paying off and will continue to pay off. Cause you can easily just like, phone it in and be like ah tough luck I guess it's not gonna work out I'm just gonna like not try but you know it's you know what I what I do for work it's all about like you can plan 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 the day the event comes up shit's gonna go wrong Un- like no doubt about it how are you gonna how are you gonna adjust how are you gonna pivot because there's no time to panic you gotta like take a step back analyze everything and then make a calculated decision so that's you know, with the, with, with the Rona and your podcast, it's like, you're still, you're climbing the charts right now. So. <laughs> I'm grateful. I mean, How does just, that feel? It's a little surreal. Cause I do get a lot of haters. I've mentioned it a few times. People like, yeah. And they're like, dude, you're full of shit. Nobody listens to shit. I'm like, why are you commenting? Well, why, why are you DMing me this? Like it's, there's, I used to kind of not put them on blast, but I would like cover their name and their mm-hmm. picture stop doing that because that's what they do it for right like they see me do that so they're hoping that the one that they send me the ugly message they send me gets like brings you down yeah so i just said you know what i'm gonna read them just so they get that fucking benefit of the doubt to see that i seen it but i'm mm-hmm. not gonna reply and that's a, so, go ahead go ahead and the crazy thing is for every one of those messages are there's 10 20 positive messages amen love the show found it because of episode yada 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 Mm-hmm. And, oh, thank you for listening. You know, fucking tell a friend. You know, that's the best review we can get. If you like it that much, you tell a friend. And I, I'm not dumb, dude. I'm not smart, but I'm not dumb. It's, people are bored at home. People are tired of whatever. You know, they need an escape, a new escape, so they're trying different shit. To a lot of these people, the podcast is new, so they're like, oh, cool. I do have three hours doing nothing where I can listen to this fucking show. So I feel like it's not going to last forever. Maybe in the future. A year from now, you know, as it continues to grow, but I just feel like this was the perfect storm at the right time. I just started dropping content up the ass. People seem to enjoy all these guests. Like, it's a great variety. You know, it's not a political podcast. It's not a mm-hmm. South Out, but there's just a little bit of everything. 
And so I'm just kind of like grateful, but also not oblivious to like, hey man, in a month when this is all over or in two months, they just might free fall, you know, because everybody goes back to routine. So I'm just kind of like, enjoy it. You know, I could be like, oh no, we're trying to, oh dude, this could, in a week, they might just be, you know what? They found a new podcast. Mm. Or they, a new Tiger King comes out and you know, the new <laughs> wave. And so I'm like, you know what? Just enjoy it. That's why I don't, I don't want to be douchey in my post, but I'm like, dude, look at this, like eight weeks, dude. If this was somebody else, I'd be so fucking happy for them. So why can't I be happy for myself? Like, does that make it wrong because I'm enjoying it? Like, I'm kind of like, dude, this is, I've worked hard for this. Yeah. And it's nowhere where I want it to be. Don't get me wrong. But so many hours that behind the scenes that don't get people like, oh, three hour show. That's a six hour show for me. Mm-hmm. Going along with everything else in life. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to, in three months, be like, damn, well, I remember when it was kind of going up. What? I don't really remember. I'm like, no, I'm documenting this shit. I'm fucking yeah. screenshotting it. I'm sharing it. I'm letting people know, like, hey, look, this thing is getting popular. And it's not because yeah. of me. It's because of people like yourself that come on and share badass stories. So I'm just grateful to be a part of it, you know? Even though it's, quote, unquote, my podcast, my show, it's like, it has nothing to do with me almost. It's all... It's a revolving door of guests. So I'm just kind of like, you know what? I'm enjoy it. Mm-hmm. If it looks douchey, so be it. You know, that's not my intentions, but people want to take it the wrong way. I'm just fucking happy that people are taking the time to fucking listen and actually enjoy it. Three things to that. First is, as you said earlier, screw other people's perceptions. If you're happy with what you're doing, if you're proud of it, put it out there. It doesn't matter. Two, about the haters. There's always going to be haters because people, there's people that, just sit on their ass and don't need anything, but like scroll through like, ah, oh, that's not good. What are you doing? This and that, you know, didn't somebody say like, if the more successful you are, the more haters you, you will have. So keep accumulating those haters. Um, and third, it's that vision, dude. Like you, you have that vision to, you understand the circumstances. You understand that people are sitting at home right now is the time to put out content and right now is the time to do this. And you're even looking ahead to when, things return to back to quote unquote normal. Like, you know, you're going to have to pivot or do something. I can tell you're already thinking about it. So like to be ahead of the game, that's going to help you with this podcast continue to grow. And then that's when the live shows come in front of the audiences. And I'll be like, remember when I was on your show and it didn't record. And this and that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great story. Dude, that was such a good episode too. I was like, Drew, I'm so sorry. This content was amazing. The content was amazing. I like forget what we talked about, but um, no, dude, it's, I think what you're doing, it's, is fucking awesome. Like you started this on your own, but you are taking, I wouldn't say advantage isn't the right word, but you're leveraging the people, you know, and the, the stories that they have. And what I love about you is like, you know how to carry the conversation. You know how to keep asking questions and the right questions and it makes the podcast better. So even though you say it's not, on you it's the guests like you play a role in how the guest comes across and how the flow of the conversation goes which i mean to me podcast is about the flow right like you want to be able to just kind of get lost in the conversation and and enjoy it and forget about the time so props to you yeah. i mean it's crazy because a few people reached out to me like if i could help them like start their own podcast I'm like, hell yeah man like i'd love to you know any way i could help because i know how hard it is to start mm-hmm. especially information out there is overwhelming and today a good friend of mine just messaged me like hey uh so and so who is so and so's whatever is going to start a podcast you think you help them out i'm like yeah like cool if i shoot them your number i'm like no shoot them my instagram my personal instagram because that's where i get most of my messages mm-hmm. so so it's kind of logged there you know i'll be able to 
get to when I get to all those messages. If it's a text message, dude, a lot of times I'll just look at it and I'll be like, reply later. Like it's almost, <laughs> my DMs are almost more important than my text messages mm. sometimes because that's where everything happens. You know, that's where like I'm discussing ideas about getting people on the fucking, no lie, last week a couple sponsors reached out and they're not the right fit for the show. I don't want to just promote anything for the sake of it. So I'm like, you know what? The show's not even that big. I'm not going to start spamming the show just for the sake of making a few dollars. I know, like, I want to do things right. I'm in a desperate position, but I'm like, don't make moves. Don't jump desperate. the gun. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Be, be authentic to yourself. It's going to play, pay off in the long run. And I even threw it out there. I fucking, I'm like, dude. Yes, I people, people think I'm joking. I'm like, dude, I have nothing to gain by fucking... I don't even know how to Photoshop. I'm gonna Photoshop my <laughs> own fucking messages. Like, no, dude, this is authentic. People are sending me this shit, and people are still like, I don't really get how people would listen to a three-hour show, dude. I've listened to six-hour podcasts. You know, like if you like it, you like it. If you don't, that's fine. Yeah. But doesn't mean you have to be like, not say. Some of these messages are more like intrigued. Like, do people really listen to this? I'm like, yeah. Why? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I I listen to Joe Rogan podcast. I listen to case file i listen to true crime i listen to uh king you know like these are the things i like that's what i listen to that do i people listen have interests yeah there's so, some of these people interests are the google stable podcast it, it's weird to me too dude it's i'm like i don't know man i'm just i'm just happy to be here I'm, i don't take it for granted you know yeah. i remember at the beginning when like there was the homies listening you know and i could tell because i would check the stats and be like x amount of like yeah, those are probably my friends. And then it just climbed and climbed. And now I'm like, people I don't know reach out to me. Shout out to you guys. Keep doing it. And it's kind of weird, you know, like, guy from Alabama. Like, yo, bro, yada, yada, yada. No way. Yeah, like, different states. Fucking Brazil. Fucking Mexico. Europe. Um, what is it? Uh, England. Ireland. Like, reach out. And I'm just like, this is crazy, you know. Like, how did you find it? Like, oh, somebody tagged whatever, whatever. And I was on my Explore page. And Cool. Cool, man. I'm glad you like it. And, and that's, that, I'm you, that's how you can tell your content transcends freaking your circle of people, obviously, to different states, to different countries. And like the internet is, so has such a wide reach that nowadays you have good content. People are going to listen. People are going to watch. People are going to buy your shit. Like, like Alex, like my brother in Uplift, like he's done this for I don't know, 10 years or whatever it's been. And, you know, he's, he's gone through his ups and downs, but he's stayed true to it. And he, I remember like the, you know, the first time he shipped international, it was kind of like surreal, you know, sending a package to London or Australia or whatever it is. It's like, again, you have good content and you put it out there. People will listen. So uh, go ahead. Go ahead. That, that's part said, screw the haters. Oh, screw the haters. What, what I always, I don't think about, but like when I find a good podcast, right? Let's say it's 2019 or 2018, I find it. I look at their catalog and they have like an episode from 2012. And then I go back and like listen to the ones, you know, that sound intriguing or whatever. And I'll be like, okay, maybe not this, maybe not this. Maybe it's like episode 30. And they're like, I don't know that there's that many people listening, but you know, I kind of like doing this. And I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. And I feel like, who knows, you know, maybe in five years, it's fucking 2025. I'm on episode 150. And people like it, and so they go back and check these first fucking 40, the first 40 episodes. And then they're like, you can hear me doubting myself at times. I've said it before now. I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work out, but I'm going to keep doing it because I enjoy it. But I don't know if the, like that many people will listen. And now just looking back, I'm like, if people listen to, I can't remember the exact episodes, but like, if people listen to episode number yada yada, 
they'll hear me kind of have doubt and yet six months later i'm like oh dude things are going so great you know because you don't i i can't look to the future and say hey look in this year this is where we're going to make it or this is it's just kind of to me at least because i do it with other podcasts like hey man i heard you on episode 30 that's crazy but i'm glad you stuck with it because i really enjoy your show so i'm kind of like maybe in five years i'll start getting messages like hey i listened to that episode with andrew and you guys were talking about like how small it was, how you were just enjoying being on the charts for two weeks, three weeks this week, <laughs> you know? And it's like my homie messaged me like, Hey dude, no matter where it goes, you'll never, cause George said it goes, no matter what happens, you can always say, Hey, I charted for a few weeks, you know, how many fucking podcasts are out there? And all of them, well, not the people in front of you. Right. But the people behind you, be like, dude, I'd love to be in that spot. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I kind of cherish it. But at the same time, I don't want to be douche because I don't want to sound arrogant. You know, I'm just kind of like, dude, it, it's been yeah. really, really humbling, but really surreal. Like, I got an email and I was like, what the fuck? I checked it and I was like, yeah, that's me. And I clicked it and it's like, it takes a link to my website. I'm like, yeah, that's me. And it was kind of like, how do you put that feeling into words, you know? And I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? One day I'm going to tell my daughter this. And yeah. I don't know, you know, maybe it's like a TV show. There's over 900,000 podcasts. In five years, there might be more, there might be less. But at this point, mine was in the top 4,200. Like, I can really, really be happy knowing that that happened, even if it was for two or three weeks, you know? And the cool part is, like, you should should relish it. You should enjoy it. But correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like at the end of the day, you're just doing it because you enjoy this. Like, you enjoy talking to people. You enjoy just having conversation. And I think that gen genuineness gen yeah I, I, genuineness. I have a master's degree i don't even know the fucking word <laughs> um but that that amount that genuineness i'll just say that um that's what i mean that's what's gonna kind of keep you continuing to do this and you know hey if you do if it is a couple of years down the road and your chart again top 10 whatever like you're just doing it because you enjoy it and that's why you should continue to do it it's not for the charts not for the sponsors not for anything it's like people people love buying into brands because they're authentic right and like that's what i tell my brother all the time like i can be you like post like videos of you at work like your thoughts like you're this or that because like people love yes they love the designs and they love the brand but it's like people buy into the brand because of like who built it in my opinion that's what i, yeah, I, I, I um, agree and like my brother just fucking posted a shirtless pic with some denim shorts and oh, like, yeah. you're like, i'm like you're fucking crazy but like that's you like <laughs> i'm glad it wasn't on the brand page yeah like you know um so yeah just it, it's awesome to see that you just get a kick out of talking to people just for conversation's sake so yeah, what as I'll echo George's sentiment. Like no matter where this goes, like relish this moment and continue to do it. And first and foremost, what I enjoy the most is like speaking like people like you. Don't get me wrong; it's been great to meet all these new people. If, if I mean, just to put a little backstory, mm-hmm. we were looking forward to seeing each other, having a beer together at Izzy's wedding. Oh yeah, pandemic came through. Cause I had messaged you, remember? Like as a yeah. homie, like, hey, you're gonna be down here? Like, yeah, like sweet. I was so excited for that. That's the type of friendship we have. And also the type of friendship friend that you are that you're going to come down over here for the wedding. But point being, pandemic hits, no wedding. That's going to be rescheduled, whatever. But 
if we if I don't have this, yeah, I might give you a call. Hey, Drew, you've been five, ten minutes. You know, you got your thing going on. I got my thing going on. But quote unquote, because of the show, I could be like, hey, Drew, give me an hour of your time, buddy. Let's catch up. I've done that with a lot of friends, you know, and something that will always, at least I will, you know, I'm sure you will too, you're the homie, but that we could look back on 10 years from now and just be like, dude, mm-hmm. even though whatever, whatever, now he's not doing the podcast no more, I'm sure I will be, but he's doing this now and, you know, you're on, going on to your great career. We still had those conversations because, you know, over time, you know, it's not that we want to, it's just everybody grows up. Everybody, yeah. you know, my daughter's going to get older I don't know if you plan for kids or not, marriage and all that good stuff, but we all grow up and mm-hmm. we can at least go back and say, hey, look, this is, at least for me, on my end, people like, what do you like about that? I'm like, I get to kick it with my homies and have a beer. Yeah. It's, what else can you ask for? It was, uh, we did it so often as youngsters, you know, in the early 20s, that I almost felt like I took it for granted because it was always there. Yeah. And now that it's not, I'm like, dude, this it seemed like, like it would never end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that fucking Andy quote that gets me every time. I wish you knew where you were in the good old days yeah. when you were in the good old days, <laughs> yeah. dude. Because like I'm like, dude, I don't like to reminisce and be like, oh my god, best years. But dude, those were some great years, great times, drunk and blurred, but the memories, you know, last a lifetime. But it just kind of abruptly ends, and then you're like, huh, that's over. And so with this, I get to go, hey man, yeah, I told you you're a great friend, always have been, and I couldn't ask for anything better, you know. So it's kind of like puts it in a how would I say it? like in a in a category more like uh okay yeah there's gonna be other guests on right like not famous people per se but like people that the the gentleman from um from Fox you know that mm-hmm. he's doing his thing it was like cool I've been treating this remember I used to have my blog he used to tell me like hey, it's pretty good I had my little sports but I wanted to do this in the past so that's my interest that's why I reached out to him you know I'm not just trying to get whoever is on TV to come on I'm like, dude this is something that I would have loved doing tell me more about it yeah so yeah those stories are amazing and all that but this is what's amazing to me like this is the this yeah. is the gold bar right here you know the talks <laughs> with fucking izzy you know we used to live next door for almost 30 years and now the only times we rarely not the only times but mostly we talk is when he's on the podcast that's mm-hmm. why i keep telling him to come back on because i just want to catch up with my bro and see how he's doing you know mm-hmm. so it's kind of like a hey i know you're busy but give me an hour for the show and it's like oh okay cool yeah yeah and then to me, it's kind of like not tricking them, but just kind of like, at least I'll be able to you get that time. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, man. It's like I've I've gone through so many stages. I've gone through so many like different groups of friends throughout my life. It's like, you know, and some that I, I still consider friends, but I just like I don't talk to or I haven't been around or it's like I said, like life just happens. And like I have my my responsibilities now that kind of take my attention and and what I enjoy is like when I go back to that group of friends, like kind of just picks back up. And that's, that's how I've always tried to be. It's like, you know, I, I consider myself a bad friend in the sense like I'm not good at texting. I'm not good at calling. It's like, you know, if I see you, we're going to have a fucking blast. Like if, even if it's like for, if I meet you at night and you're like a new person, but you're cool, we're going to have a great time. Like I probably won't see you ever again, but I'm going to enjoy this moment. And you know, it is what it is. So that's how I kind of treat it. It's like whoever I'm around, I treat that as like just, just I'm just in that moment, and I just enjoy that time. Because who knows if if or when I'm gonna see you again? Again, it's life. Whatever. 
but I think I think that's that's key is just enjoying not trying to be anybody or not just being yourself with your friends no matter how long it's been yeah and, and that's a great thing I mean certain friends like yourself earn like it's almost like we don't waste time like oh it's just kind of like boom let's go we're here let's enjoy it and which I fucking just treasure because sometimes with some friends it's kind of like it's like half a day re-catching, not catching up, because catching up is the wrong word, because you do want to catch up, but it's kind of like re, restarting the friendship, and kind of like, dude, you know me, just because I haven't seen you three months, of course, we're changing, we're trying to progress, be better, you know, be healthier, be more woke, be more whatever, but it's like, I'm still me, dude, like, you know me, like, we don't need to, like, BS and say, like, oh, can I say this without you, no, no, just like, (laughs) let's let's just go, we're friends, like, let's keep it, and that's something that I, like people like yourself that I can really just say that. I've seen it for a time like it's just kind of like haven't seen you in fucking a year let's go yeah and that's why Izzy needs to tell us when that wedding's being rescheduled for I could uh, make plans to be down there yeah man I'm excited for whenever that happens I know it's it's excited for them yeah it's just for sure it's just weird 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 times who knows who knows I don't know if you want to get into the corona but everything going on but it's like the uh, elephant in the room. We kind of avoided it. I feel like it's good for the listeners. It's up to you, though. Because, nah, yeah. I, I, it's, it's, I want to say shaking me up, but it's like interrupted my life. Like, you know, I've been, I've been furloughed because of coronavirus. So, like, I'm, you know, looking for jobs. I, I still supposedly apparently have a job to go back to whenever, like, things go back to normal. But I'm, I'm looking for other opportunities and, I'm trying to use this time that I'm not working as more me time. Again, like picked up writing, um, photography, just stuff that I've always wanted to do, but just never even, never ever took the time to do. Or, you know, like I got a little beat machine. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Like I just think back to 13 year old me who bought a bass guitar and like played it. And then two weeks later, I was like, I'm not good. I give up. So like, I'm trying not to be that person. I'm like, I think kind of going back to what we said earlier, it's like a life thing. Like I'm not picking up a camera because I want to, I want immediate satisfaction in the next week or the next month. It's like, I just want to take photos and like, I want this to be a hobby that I continue to carry for the rest of my life. Same with like the beat machine, same with writing. It's like, you know, so as weird as saying coronavirus is, a blessing because <laughs> that's 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 not obviously it's it's rattled a lot of people and disturbed a lot of things but like fortunately for me i've i've stayed safe i've stayed indoors i've followed all those orders but i'm like using this time wisely to just do shit that i enjoy i i mean kind of giving props to ernie because that, that little kick in the ass that he gave me you know like hey man yeah. you have to do better you should do better started running started not even dieting just kind of eating better like okay if i'm gonna eat this i'm gonna eat a smaller portion of it kind of thing started reading started i was journaling but i started writing like writing writing like i I always wondered like do i have what it takes to make a a good author you know like Mm. i speak the language well i write it well let me just give it a shot and so i started and stopped it's kind of intriguing because i'm like it's to make reality. You can make anything you want. So I'm like, I'm trying to have some fun with the characters. And I'm sure some of the people listening will be like, That's cool. That, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Some of the listeners will be like, we talked about this because lately that those are the DMs like, how come you're not replying as much if you're not really 
as busy as you say, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm doing a lot of uh, writing. I'm not really reading, which I should be doing because that's a challenge, but I'm like writing and then mm-hmm. just kind of being creative in the sense of like thoughts, even though sometimes I might sound dumb. Like I'm like, okay, if I was in this situation, like I don't like hypotheticals, but just kind of trying to make a story, if you will. Yeah, forcing kind of, yourself. Yeah. Right. And I, I don't mean it like in the same way. I, I, it's been terrible. It's been terrible for me financially and mm-hmm. every which way. But I'm like, this is really enjoyable. Last week, I believe it was Wednesday, I fucking read a book, started to finish, went on a four-mile run, and did a three-hour podcast episode all in one day. I'm like, this is life, man. I shouldn't have to be working 10 hours a day trying to make like, okay, what can I fit into? I'm like, it's kind of woken up this, like this, not this vision, but kind of like this mentality that I used to have when I was younger. Like when I was 17, 18, like I didn't really have a care in the world. When I was like 21, I was making good money working mm-hmm. three, four days. So I was like, and then, you know, as I got older, I started working more and more and more where it's always work. And I was like, dude, I do not want to work to survive. You know, I want to work to just be able to pay my bills. and But I want to enjoy life. And it kind of yeah. brought this new mentality whereas right now dude it might sound dumb as fuck because i've i had income for six weeks and now this is week seven so i'm like okay that's what i'm telling you like i need to start figuring something out mm-hmm. but i'm like this is the plan to come out and work three four days and have three days off to enjoy life not work five six days and have that one day to recoup to yeah. be able to go work six it over days. and i'm like okay so this is the kind of like a not in any shape what any way shape or form has covid been good but in my personal experience it's been like okay this is a kick in the ass that i needed because who knows i could have been doing the same thing till i hit 40 and then be like like shit i missed out on my 30s whereas mm-hmm. right now i'm 31 i could say okay you know what it might take a little hard work initially but change the goalpost you know this isn't the goal i don't want to have fucking x and x and a new car and like no no, no. Mm-hmm. i want to not a frugal life but just a life where I can pay the bills, have some savings, have some spending money, but be able to do the things that I enjoy doing, you know, like being able to take a day off and just fucking read, go mm-hmm. running, and then do a three-hour episode. Like that's kind of what the new fire is kind of burning inside me. Like, okay, I got to figure something out to accommodate these needs and these wants as opposed to what I wanted before. Yeah, I- it's, it's the new norm that you want for yourself. And, you know, I want, I don't know, I, it's weird because I've, again, going back to how this shit has, like, impacted me, it's, you know, I, I've been living paycheck to paycheck my entire life. And, like, you know, I, I mean, I put it on myself a little bit because I live in San Francisco in an expensive-ass studio. But I, I love it. I love the studio. I love where I live. Um, so like, yes, I can probably not live here and have a little more expendable income, but you know, I was, I was set up for a promotion. I was set up for a pay raise literally like April 1st. That was going to be like, everything was going to be better for me. Like I was, I was finally gonna be able to say like, damn, I'm making some like livable money in, in some, in some ways, so, like decent money. So that that all kind of got taken away, got put off the table because of what would happen, and then it ended up going from like, hey, you're you know you're not gonna get a pay raise, we'll still get the promotion, but you're not gonna get the pay raise. And I was like, okay, like 
whatever, it'll look good on my resume. Then I went from that to, hey, actually, you know, we have to let people go. They're going to be put on temporary leave. I mean, like, I understand the business side of it. Like, I understand the decision because for the company to continue to be a company, like, you have to think about long term. So, like, I was, I took it very selfishly, I'd say, in the beginning. And I was like, man, this sucks. Like, what the hell? Like, I've, I've worked my ass off. I've done this, this, and that. But, you know, looking back, I'm like, yeah. You can, you can always, like, that was me reacting in the moment, and, like, it was justified. I justified because of how I felt and what I had done to get to that point and just felt like it got taken away from me. But now it's like, you know what? You know, it is what it is. Um, I'm going to bounce back. I'm going to figure it out, and, and that's what I've been trying to do. Like, again, looking for jobs. I've been doing, like, informational interviews, like I said earlier. Like, I talked to this guy from the MLB a couple weeks ago super cool dude and like he was mentioning something about it like a job opportunity i don't know if i ever if i'd ever moved to new york like that seems drastic but just like trying to make connections and not necessarily in hopes that leads to something but just because i want to like talk to people and hear about what they do and hey if like door if door opens great if not i'm still going to continue to like reach out to you like hey how are you doing how's this how's this this and that um I feel like I'm rambling, so feel free to no, cut me off. Not at all, not at all, because um, one of the quotes that I hear a lot from the audience is, uh, I'm going to make my net, I, I forget what I said. I don't, I don't know, it was episode <laughs> one, but Izzy asked me, uh, like, what, what, are, what are the plans for the podcast? At the time, the plans have changed, you know, to be honest with you. It's been over a little bit over a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess in some capacity, I said, I have a great network. So I'm going to make that network work for me, mm-hmm. which is kind of a, if I tell people, hey, I have this guest on who was a professional Muay Thai fighter. Hey, I have, a, you know, this, this guest that has his own reggae clothing brand. He's thrown his own festival. He's toured, he's to- toured with bands like Nationwide. Hey, I, you know, the list goes on and on. Mm-hmm. Some people might be inclined to be like, oh, well, that's really fucking cool. But if I were to tell them, hey, my homie Alex, who I went to high school with, has a brand of like, you just have your friends on the show, right? Yeah. So I was like, you know what? This is my network. So I'm going to showcase them and let them speak for themselves. And the people are going to love them, which I kind of, mm-hmm. I guess I was not lucky because I knew that it would be a hit because I knew their story. And I knew if I read somebody else's story, I'd be like, this is really fucking cool. So I feel like some of the people in our life kind of take it for granted just because let's say quote unquote it is Alex it is Big George you know but if they had heard like somebody else's story was the exact same thing they got to do this guy's fucking killing it you know he's going on tours whatever whatever and that's why I said you know what I'm obviously you know I started this episode <laughs> while you were logging in I was like great friend of mine yeah but uh, a lot of the people don't realize how close these friendships are you get me so they mm-hmm. just might think like oh he had an MMA fighter. That, that's pretty dope. You know, I could have gone about it the other way and just been like, you know what? Let's be strangers. It make it seem like I don't know you. Mm. Uh, that like, but what you said, that's not genuine. So I said, I'm gonna make the network work for me. And so far, it's worked. I got other people reaching out to me now. Like, hey man, I'd love to be on. Like, okay, I have. People. Yeah, and as as long as you stay genuine and you stay true to yourself, like that network is gonna vouch for you. That network is not, network's gonna look out for you, and to your point, it's going to work for you. Like this dude I talked to from the MLB, I, I literally had one conversation with this guy 
talked to him for like 45 minutes. Super, super cool guy. His name is Lou out of New York. And, you know, we started a conversation. And it was like, hey, like, tell me about, he asked me, like, tell me like about you, your backstory, what, what's, it, what's your situation, this, this, and that. And then we kind of ended up talking about, you know, I told him like about my family. I told him about the music I was interested in. And it's like, it, it was just a very more like laid back, like, hey, I just want to get to know you as a person. Because like personal connections, human interaction, is, I, I think to me is just the most important thing. Like being able to have conversations like you did with the bastards, just being able to have a conversation, no matter what you believe in, no matter what your view is, like, and still having that level of respect of hearing the other person out that's what you know i think we should all have should have the ability and should want to do um so yeah, i had one conversation with the guy and then i that's a like, cool thank you for your time emailed him like before the end of the day i was like hey thanks again appreciate your time um you know stay in touch and then like a week later job hunting i saw a, a job with uh, twitch and i was like all right that looks kind of fits my background let me apply uh and then the, coincidentally the next day he's like hey are you interested in this opportunity and it's what i had applied for that same position at twitch he's like my my good friend is the hiring manager and i was like actually yeah like i just applied for this he's like great i'm going to connect you via email and like so you guys can talk so he like sent sent an email to me and her he's like hey this is drew like just had a conversation with him i think he'd be great for this opportunity like you know here he is um and then i ended up talking to her and we had a good conversation so like i'm still in that process of, of interviewing for twitch crossing my fingers That's um, for you <laughs> but it's just it's just again goes back to being yourself bless you uh being, <laughs> being, being yourself um just being tr true to what you believe in and and just always acting in a genuine fashion. I say that word genuine a lot, but that's, that's one word I love and I truly believe in. It's, you know, I, I feel like this day and age, it's so easy to try to put up a front and try to be somebody you're not. And funny enough, I, I always felt like, I don't call my brothers, but I always felt like my brothers always thought I was trying to be somebody I'm not. And especially like when I started grad school, I was trying to be a little more, just like, not formal, but just a little more, hmm, what's the right word? Like, always curious always asking questions like wanting to be serious i guess um and they're like dude that's not you like we're, at, we're with the family like this and that and like i understood it like yeah we're with the family i don't need to always be on this level of seriousness but like i was trying to just better myself in the sense like all right i want to i want to go into the workplace i'm still going to be myself but i know i have to have this level of like professionalism and shit, I still mix in my personality. I started like a drinks with Drew tradition at work. Like Thursday at 4 p.m., we have a beer and I introduce them. Like, it's just how I get along with people. I like to crack open a beer and have, and have conversations. Sometimes I drink too much, but you know, everybody does. Um, I don't know where the hell's going with that. But anyways, be genuine. <laughs> yeah, be genuine. And I mean, sincerely, you, you are one of the genuine people. So you can say that as much as you want because... That's one thing I was talking with George last week. Um, George Vargas was the person I am with you here is the person I'll be with tomorrow at work. Yeah, like if we start fucking around, like then yeah, we're fucking around. But mm -hmm. it's still the same thing that I've brought it up many times. People have told me they I, I don't know why. Maybe because they see it work in other places, like a gimmick. Come in and be like very hey, how's it going? I'm like, dude, that's not me. You yeah. would be like, what the fuck's actor doing? That's that's not him. <laughs> you get me? So then just yeah. from the get go, it'd be. 
like like a radio personality they say mm-hmm. and i'm like i don't want to be a radio personality that's the great thing about this i learned it from joe rogan i learned it from brenda Shavik. i can say whatever the fuck i want there's no producer back there telling me what i can and can't say so mm-hmm. why would i try to contain myself in this box that i don't need to be put in you know so i'm like no no i'm sorry but i you know like, i won't do that because they have ideas like people have ideas yeah. <laughs> like like a, a a wrestler like the like a fucking Hulk Hogan-ish, Ric Flair-ish come out very fucking, hey, brother, you know, some yeah. sort of gimmick. I mean, that's not in any way, shape, or form what I'm trying to do or I plan to do, you know. Maybe if fucking a sketch show ever comes about or some fucking... That's a different story. That's, yeah, but as far as this, this is just me trying to have a conversation with whoever it may be on, whether it's a friend, an acquaintance, somebody I'm getting to know, or just whatever it may be, whatever the episode's about. Mm-hmm. And going back to something else you mentioned was the, the human interaction. And I feel like that's one of the reasons why during this, it's kind of, um, I don't know want to say like blown up or whatever the word it might be, but because people are just kind of, for the most part, should be stuck to their home, be stuck to their small environment. So, you know, there's no hugs, there's no handshakes, there's no nothing like that. So they want that interaction. So, What's the next best step is the conversation. You can only conversate with your mom, with your tia, with your brother, your sister so long before, I don't know. I'm not, my family, I'm fortunate. They're not boring. You know, we have great conversations about <laughs> anything. Mm-hmm. Um, even subjects we don't agree on, like religion. Like we've talked religion for a week straight and nobody's gotten mad. Nobody's gotten angry or upset, even though we have different beliefs. And whereas I know other places aren't as lucky to be able to have those free-flowing conversations with no anger or no name-calling. So I feel like maybe they, this is their escape. Like, okay, let me see how the rest of the world is dealing with this. Because people do reach out to me, like, after George's episode, they're like, hey, dude, are you in that tough of time? I'm like, dude, that's not what I, like, by that point, I already felt better and released it. And they're checking up on me to make sure I'm cool. I'm like, dude, I said it on the episode, I'm good. At the time, though, I was kind of feeling some type of way, but it was, yeah. it's a hiccup, you know, we all go through it. So the human interaction part is, I think, key in any way, because... I learned this early on, being a bartender, being a waiter. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's like, hey, how you doing? You know, putting a fucking coaster in front of them, like brightens up people's days because all day they've been stuck in the cubicle, stuck behind a computer, and they have no interaction. Now you grab your phone and you pay uh, your Starbucks, your food, whatever. You just walk in and grab the food. You have no hello, how you doing? So just a simple how you doing is more than a lot of people realize. will get. And I think a lot of people don't realize that's where we're at today. Because they might not have fucking quick pay or they might not have the fucking app on the phone, but a lot of these people do. And mm-hmm. we're just fucking primitive animals that fucking learn to read and write and make fire. Like we need those basic things, you know, in our life. And it's crazy. Yeah, it's wild. Cause like I would write when I was going to work, you know, I would write, write BART, which is just like the train system and a couple of stops. But, and I'm guilty of it too, but I would get on there sit down or stand or whatever and you know i'd have my headphones in like i don't know i was listening to music or podcasts i was in my own bubble um as i like start calling it and i look around and everybody's you know phone in their hand head down reading on social media reading doing whatever and again i'm guilty of it but there are times where it's like i get in an uber and i talk to that guy's that guy or woman's ear off for like the entire ride and it's because now if i I just like getting to know people, I like talking. And I feel like before all of this, it was 
I was, I was actually writing today. I went back because I would carry my notebook on BART and I would just kind of write my thoughts and stuff like that. So I went back and looked and it was about this topic of like everybody being in bubbles. Um, so I was writing about that again today and it's, you know, it, it's just, it sucks. You know, we're all just, the new norm was to, your, your interaction was all on your phone. And, you know, everybody knows this, everybody talks about this, everybody does it. Um, but to your point, like, I hope this kind of opens people up a little bit more again to that uh, striking up a conversation with a random person, a random stranger isn't taboo. Like it's, you, nobody's going to look at you weird for wanting to talk to them. Like, even if you don't know them. And, and that'd be, it'd be nice to see some of that come back. Um, and I'm sure it still does. Like I'm probably over-exaggerating. I'm just probably, I don't think you're exaggerating. I think it's just, it's not the, the norm, you know, it's, it's been out. We prefer texting over talking on the phone. Yeah. I, 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 I'm still a caller and people will like not answer and then like immediately send me a text like, what happened and I'm like the only person shout out to the friends that don't there's a few people that don't that I kind of like not text or call them regular but that will answer but it was a, and we'll talk by 10 minutes and then other yeah. people just be like what happened and I'm like what <laughs> but um, maybe a question real quick for you yeah because I feel like you're kind of in the same not in the same situation but a similar situation with me I Two years ago, I started eating a lot by myself, you know, working so far from home, not really had, you know, even though I had friends out there in one day, that wasn't really like, hey, I'm off of work right now. Can you stop what you're doing to come and eat with me? Mm -hmm. So the only person I really eat a lot with is my daughter. Other than that, it's me grabbing a meal like at 10 p.m. by myself. And at first I was kind of a little bit like, even though I don't, I say I don't care what people say, I'd be like, well, this feels awkward. You kind of feel people are staring. And I'm like, dude, I have friends. <laughs> They're just busy. <laughs> and I just got off work. You know, I'd be like, yeah. and after like maybe a month, I can honestly, after about a month, I was like, what fuck it, dude? I'm paying for my meal. I'm not asking for fucking free food. Who gives a fuck I'm by myself? So I just kind of, I wish it was from the first day, but I'd be a liar. But it was about a month when I started saying, you know what? I'm just eating. Like, I'm going to eat my food and be gone. Like, who gives a fuck? And like, sometimes I'll eat with no phone. Or sometimes I'll open up like a YouTube video or something. And I'll be laughing my ass off. I don't give a fuck if they think I'm crazy. Because if I was with a friend and we were laughing watching a video, it would be the same thing. Mm -hmm. So I just, you know what? I'm going to be me. So do you eat by I just get the kind of feeling like you have a lot of, not a lot, but you had instances um, like that. Like where you've had to be by yourself and eat by yourself or travel by yourself. I've been to the movies by myself. I've done that. Rewarding, <laughs> right? It's kind of like, like you could just laugh without like getting the little fucking album like, dude. You're laughing too loud. Yeah, I think it's it's uh it's important to be able to just be on your own and like I I prefer being with other people, but if it comes down to like having a meal by myself or doing something by myself, like yeah, you know I I will to your point like I will say there were times where I could have been could have gone to the movies by myself, and I was like I'm I'm gonna be looked at like I'm a loner, you know. <laughs> And like, I didn't do it. But then after the fact, I was like, whatever, like, I, I'm never going to see these people again yeah, in my life. Like, they don't know me, they don't know anything about me. So like, why do I care what they think? And, you know, that's goes back to the whole like, me not me trying to be more confident in myself. It's like, and that's why it's funny, because my brothers told me that my entire life, like, my, my three older brothers, and you know, all of them said it in different ways. But they're always like, why do you care what other people think? Stop caring what other people think. And like, 
I just couldn't not <laughs> like, I don't like the way my thought process was or whatever. And again, it still affects me. Just, it still affects me a little bit to this day, but it's like, it, it finally clicked at some point. It's like, I'm going to, I'm going to dress how I want to dress. I'm going to like, you have great style. And one thing about you that is underrated, you have swagger, my guy. You have <laughs> fucking swagger. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. I just, again, I like, I like clothes. I like shoes. I like this and that. Like I'm going to, I'm going to buy what I want to buy. I'm going to dress how I want to dress. I'm going to, you know, listen to the music I want to listen to. And that's one thing too, because when it comes to music, I hate being DJ. And it's for the fact that I'm like, ah, don't, these people aren't going to like, like the music I listen to. So that, that area I still struggle with, but you know, cause I, my, my vibe is a lot more chill, a lot more like, <clears throat> like alternative, like hip hop, just chill hip hop. So Whereas people like, you know, the more upbeat and like the trap and all that. I'm like, that's cool. I can vibe with that. But nine, nine times out of 10, I'm going to be chilling on in the corner, just vibing out to myself. Um, yeah, I, it goes, it goes back to not caring. And I, I'm, I think that's something. There you I, go. I got the, the, the mullet. I, I got the mullet. <laughs> so I'm going to do it. And I'm honestly planning. I was going to do it for the Corona. I might just do it for the rest of the year. I say, you know what? Fuck it. Not, you not like because it, do it. I, I liked it. And then my family that saw it were like, you really did it? And I was like, yeah, so I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. You know, I, I'm being a little dumb. I'm, I'm about that life. You know, I'm yeah. just talking. I'm about <laughs> that life. And then it was crazy because then my brother, uh, not David, the one, you know, the youngest one, Carlos, was like, yeah. Like, honestly, it goes with you. Like, you pull it off. Like, because you have that, like, dude, I, I wear Levi's and a Hane shirt, you know? So I was like, he's like, you have that, like, fuck it look and it goes with it and i was like thank you and then he's like his hair's kind of long too because he's in quarantine and he's like think it might go with me too and i'm like fucking do it do it and he he's young right he's young yeah. so at this age you know he has his friends to impress he has his fucking the ladies and all that shit so i'm like do it show them at this age that you don't give a fuck i was like i wish i had the balls i did yeah. I do now when i was fucking your age and point being i just said you know what I know I'm gonna get a few people talk shit about fucking the, the fuck. I don't give a fuck. I'm like, I'm doing it for me. You know, this yeah. is, I don't know if I'll ever chart again. I don't know if we'll ever have another pandemic like this. So I'm gonna say, hey, what did you do during the, the Rona? I'm like, gave I yourself got, a mullet. I gave myself a mullet. Well, I know my brother did it for me, but I got a mullet. I got yeah. a fucking mullet. So I'm very happy, even though, like, no lie, most of the people are like, hey, dude, props, because even though, it's whatever you you didn't just do it you threw it on Instagram I'm like yeah I said I was going to like I said what can I do and I had just thought maybe I should get a bullet just shits and giggles and people were like you're not down you're not down and I was like <laughs> I am down that's what I said that was my suggestion I said I was down and so I said you know what fuck it let's do it and uh, it's liberating because like right I go running right mm -hmm. I'll wet my hair so that people can see it's a bullet because if I kind of like let it go it looks like yeah. a whatever haircut but mm -hmm. I'll be like nope. I got a mullet and I got my little mask on. I throw my little mask, even though you're not supposed to. I'm like, you know what? Lead by example. I could lead by example. Keep yeah. doing what you do in life. And so I fucking, I don't put jab or nothing at this. I'm going to go running. But I fucking, I'm like, this fucking wet back is running in 98 degree weather and it's fucking, he's rocking a mullet. Like, fuck it. He's a fucking bookie or some shit. But <laughs> man, I, yeah, I stopped going, I stopped going for runs. I don't know how you run with a mask, but. Oh, dude, it's hard. <laughs> I, and I like, Dude, I was killing it because my goal, I think I told this on the, the first podcast that didn't get recorded, but my goal 
rather than running, I think it was 365 miles uh, that you did, I was just 10,000 steps a day, you know, and it's, I was part of my just trying to feel physically better because again, one of my other lifelong battles has been my like image. Um, so like, I was like, all right, let's make something attainable. Like 10,000 steps, it's walking. Like I can do that. Yeah. And I was, I was killing it. I'd walk to bar. I'd walk to work. I'd walk during like during lunchtime easily. And then all this has happened, all this happened. And then it went from like 10, 12,000 steps a day to like, I was lucky to get it 1000 steps. I was just on the couch and, you know, then I got back to, all right, let's, let's do something here. Like, let's not freaking let everything I did go to waste. So I just started walking. Um, I want to run, but I just don't feel comfortable with the mask. And then I have asthma and I just feel like I'd rather just be safe, have my mask on. Cause dude, people are out and about, like nothing's happening for the most part. Even up there. Yeah. It's, 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 it's when it first started, it was like a ghost town. Well, it took a while because be a ghost town. There's still people playing pickup basketball across the street. I'm like, what are y'all doing? Not the time. Um, and then a couple of weeks, like two weeks after that, everybody took it like dead serious and it was just super like quiet and eerie. But the last, I'd say the last two weeks, two to three weeks, people have just, I guess, gotten over it. Like I went, I'm pretty lucky. I have three parks around me and two of them are kind of like traditional parks. Like there's grass and then there's the playground and then the basketball courts or whatever. But there's one park right next to me called John McLaren and it feels like you're in the woods, like almost, uh, and I was walking through there and it's like broken up into three sections. The middle section has like a little small outdoor amphitheater. And there was like a group of four or five people just sit, having beers, like a picnic, just chilling, no mass. I'm like, you know, I, 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 and I, I hate to judge and I don't mean to judge, but I'm like, kid is like, is this necessary? Like you can do a virtual happy hour. I've done one like every week with friends and it's like you still get a similar feeling like you don't need to be out here so people are starting to just kind of be more a little more lax and uh you know i i it got the better of me like a week or two ago i was just feeling like shit this sucks like i hate being inside you know i usually try to have a good good attitude about it but i just got antsy i was getting anxious um but you know, it is what it is. And I, I still try to try to follow, I guess, the rules in that sense. So uh, long way of saying people are starting not to give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I see it out here. Um, I live in Riverside County and they just passed the law where masks aren't necessary anymore. Mm. And then I want to go put gas on Sunday. And everybody was wearing their masks. So I came home, right? Like when I dropped off my daughter. So when I came home, I was like, yeah, people are still taking it very seriously. And then I followed, I, I did it for the longest, but now that I'm in quarantine, I started following like the local pages here, you know, like Paris, mm-hmm. Riverside, Hammett, like, cause over there I, I follow like Dalmani, Temple City, Rose, you know. Yeah. I'm following the ones here. And then it's like everybody's starting to go super lax, like as far as government. And I don't spend all day on social media, but I spend a, a small portion of it so i'll read the comments real quick i was like what the fuck how are people feeling about this because I'm, I'm still not like ready to go out there right like to put my family out there and people are like thank god fucking don't have to wear a mask no more like stores can't i mean I, as far as i know stores can still de- deny you service if you don't have mm-hmm. a mask 
but like Costco and all the other stores are starting to say like, nope, nope, no mask, just come on in here. So I'm just like, that's crazy. Like, as far as I know, I'm not an expert, but as far as I know, like things aren't great. It's just like, they're starting to reopen things up. So not to get sidetracked, right? Talking about Corona, but yeah, it's crazy lot, to start seeing it. Say on that, like, and I don't want to talk about Corona too much because I, I think we should, like people should acknowledge it and should be able to talk about it, but I'm like at a point where it's, you know, I've <laughs> talked, I've talked, um, like I shared something like a week or two ago and I was about like when Newport, when there's people just out at Newport, packed beach. And I shared something like on my story. I'm like, really? Like, like why, why, why are people doing this? And, um, Didier who I knew from high school and like, I mean, I haven't talked to him in, since high school or anything like that. And we just had a conversation like you in the past, like we had a conversation and he was like, like, why is this an issue? Like, people should be able to do whatever they want. Like if they know the risk, like, and they accept it, then whatever, let them do what they want. And I was like, yeah, we can all make our decisions, but I feel like that's a very selfish way to think about it. It's like, you may not be affected, but what if you come in contact and then, then you go around somebody else and they get it, you know, there's that ability for you to transmit it. Um, but my point is like, it's not hard to stay inside. It's not hard to wear a mask. Like there are people in worse positions. Like, come on, you know? Um, but that's all I'll say about it. I don't know. I, everybody has their own perspective, their own feelings. I, you know, we, and that's fair. Everybody should have their own opinions and perspectives. But my, my opinion is I can stay my ass inside for however long until, you know, until it's deemed safe you know i think going outside right now and kind of pulling the reins back will increase the chances of a second wave just because you know yes the the percentage of people who have passed away is small in relation to the population as a whole but that doesn't mean go do whatever you want but that's it yeah and and rent let's just leave it there because um, I, I, I say I say it a lot on every episode. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to get repetitive. So if you haven't heard my rants on COVID or how I used to be a denier, go listen to the other episodes. <laughs> That's a great segue. Yeah. Um, so go listen to the other shit. But right. w- what are your plans? Like, say, I, I, it's a weird question to ask because I, I, I can't say, hey, Drew, the quarantine's lifted in two weeks. What do you plan to do in two weeks? But I mean, like, just in general, because I have a few ideas for myself of what I plan to do in the next few weeks, right? Quarantine or no quarantine, just things that I can do. Mm-hmm. So what do you have planned or what do you see like in your foreseeable future, things that you can't control? Uh, I'm just gonna keep doing what I've been doing, writing, pictures, uh, music, uh, looking for jobs. Like, yeah, I guess there's not a lot that I really can do, just virtual happy hours and that type of stuff. Um, you know, I FaceTime my, parents or my family like every day if not every other day which I never used to do that so um that's that's been cool um but yeah I I would say (laughs) whenever things again return to some sense of normalcy I'm just looking forward to the day I can go to the bar and have beer and like be around my friends and just like enjoy each other's company um because although a zoom or a facetime or whatever is sufficient for now it's like shit i just want like i want to dap up my boys like i know it's probably they're probably not going to want to do it but i'm <laughs> like please give me give me a dap um yeah 
So not, not, not much different than what I'm doing right, right now, but I'm fine with that. I can make a recommendation. Start, I don't want to call it a photography page only, but like start your, your hobby page. Doesn't have to be for the likes, doesn't have to be for the follows. It's more for you. Take the pictures, the pictures, you know, that you kind of feel like, oh, this is good. Mm -hmm. The things you're doing as far as like writing, you don't have to, I wouldn't encourage that because I don't share my writing with anybody, but like the title of it, right? Like you might, I don't know, call it podcast. Today's writing is podcast and you write in there. Remember, it's kind of like journaling, but with pictures, mm -hmm. these certain events, that DJ thing you said, the music thing. Make a little video of you making a little sound clip, you know, 10, 15 seconds, whatever it may be. Just document it. You know, you stay doing it. You see your page there. It kind of makes you want to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. And then say in a year, your photography has come a long way and you, you have the pictures there to show you like, this is where I was. This is where I am. Like, where will I be in a year? So kind of encourages you to keep pushing that, you know, and like I said, you don't even have to make it private and don't follow anybody. Just you, you know, it's just so you could see them. Mm -hmm. And you just kind of see it there, like, this is my, this is me, or even do it on your page. I just meant because, you know, if your photography grows or if your um, music yeah. writing grows, like, you want it to be separate then from your original, but just not accountability because you're not doing it to be like you said. It's just to put it out there. It's just to put yourself out there. And, and yeah, that, that's, I actually thought about that, like, in the last day or two. It's, I think what I want to do is couple my pictures with, a piece of writing that I do okay. that like relates to that picture. So um, the, the bad thing about me is like whenever again, I like carry a little pocket notebook around, I'll write, I, I'm bad at going back and like reading it and revising it and like adding to it. So I'm trying to be better in that regard. So then I can actually form something. Um, but yeah, no, I want, I want to do that. Um, and again, to your point, it's not for necessary for likes or anything like that. It's just, to put it out there and should have people do decide to follow or, or like it. I'm like, cool. You know, it means my pictures or my photos or my words like transcend or I guess resonate is a better word. Resonate with other people. And engage, you know, cause um, what I found is I don't share, like I, I write little poems here and there. I started when I moved out here just because I've always been writing short stories, which I don't share. I have a notebook full of them multiple notebooks and nobody's ever read them other than me and i'm too vulnerable even though i put myself out there like on this type yeah. of scenario those are like my most writing scary dude your yeah. thoughts your thoughts sharing your thoughts is scary and i know exactly what you mean what you're, ta what you're talking about um i'm going to share one of mine with you after we're done uh okay. and like because i don't even know what i write like i don't know how poems are structured. I don't know how. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm not a writer. I'm, yeah, writer. I'm, I'm just like putting words together and like, I know how it flows in my mind and I, how, like, I know what, it, how I mean it to come across, but like, that's not to say everybody's going to get my writing style because fuck the way I write is kind of weird to be honest, in my opinion. Um, but I'm, I'm going to share, I'm going to share one with you when, when we're, when we're done. And dude, I, this is, yeah, this is crazy because I, I'm not scared but I'm just kind of like, I don't want to put it out there. Like, not to be ridiculed or not to say, oh, dude, your writing sucks, nothing. I do like, this is what I think. Like, when everything's gone, when there's no phone, when there's just me, pen and paper, this is what I write. 
And I feel like I don't want it to be good, right? I'm gonna care if people think it's good. But if they were to say, hey, this shit sucks, I'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my heart and soul. And you're on, that's why you're I want to. crushing my heart. Yeah. So, and some of them are just like low key, like short stories, like where I feel like, yeah. is there a message behind this? Or am I just trying to show you a message that's not here? You know, every short story has quote unquote a message, you know, uh, a little life lesson. And so I try to write one without one and just try to make it like, Will you find something that's not yeah. there? Because I hated that in school when, like, oh, you know, why was the why were the currents mm-hmm. blue? Oh, they yeah, were, yeah, yeah. they meant the the Great Depression. They were I'm like, what? I don't <laughs> think the author knew that. Like, he just liked blue. Yeah. And so I was always a big we're using that word today a big hater of that. Yeah. So um, I was like, let me let me write some things with no message, no hidden agenda, no nothing. Mm. And let me just see if people will dig things out for themselves. Yeah. And I don't think they're good, but I just, you know, little hobby, little dumb hobby over the yeah. years. And no, I, I struggle with that too. It's like, I, I, I feel like at some time, sometimes I'm too surface level, like with my writing and like, I need to like dig a little deeper, or like give a little more in context. So like, I'll like scribble things out and restart or this or that. But um, I think, I think it's just a good hobby to have and, to continue doing it for yourself and I don't think you necessarily need to share it with anybody but just writing out your thoughts is is really scary I I, I know that firsthand it's like the toughest thing for me is putting pen to paper and just letting my thoughts go um because sometimes that shit can go dark I'm not gonna lie yeah. um <laughs> but yeah I I might continue doing it um but I'm going to end with some words of wisdom, even though I felt like I'll probably, re- even though I feel like I'll probably reiterate what I've said a couple of times. Um, be genuine, you know, I didn't take, take, a, be able to take a step back, acknowledge your journey, acknowledge everything that you've done. Cause sometimes you won't, you'll think something's not a big deal. And in actuality, it's like, all right, I, that was actually pretty cool. Like I, accomplish something i did x y or z like just again acknowledge your journey um everybody everybody's done something you know worth worth acknowledging so do that um it'll help you understand who you are a little bit better and it'll allow you to continue to be yourself when you when you when you talk to your current friends when you meet new people It'll help you just be genuine and just carry that that energy with you. Uh, I hope that made sense. <laughs> that was beautiful. Andrew, always a pleasure. Love you, man. Thank you for joining me. Love you, too. Thank you for having me back. Yeah, sorry that I didn't record last time. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Uh, remember, if no one loves you, Hector loves you. We'll so see you I. next time. <laughs> Later. Later.